If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. My name is Brooke Brigham, and I'm an attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. So today we're here to talk about season four of Love is Blind on Netflix. Yes. Um, And I'm glad it was uh, not that long ago we were watching season three so they're picking up the pace yeah they're churning these suckers out they're going from city to city finding single people yeah (laughs) building pods yeah you know i was reading an (laughs) article um about how you know the the pod setup is actually in mexico oh that i was wondering about that like where the pods were exactly in relationship to everything else yeah, I think yeah. it's built, it's inside this big warehouse in Mexico. So mm-hmm. they're already in Mexico. So mm-hmm. once they're finished with everything, they just go to the resort. But this resort that they're in this season looks much nicer than the previous resorts. It looks really nice. Yeah, they said THR. And I kept thinking, like, is that the Ritz Hyatt something something? Yeah, it's I was nice. like, oh, it looks really nice. Yeah, very nice. So that's where they film it. But everybody from this season is from Seattle. 
Okay. That's what I thought. Cause they mentioned rain at one point and they're like, Oh, this is like home. And I'm like, Oh, I think they're Seattle. Yeah. They're all from Seattle. Yes. All right. So, um, so yeah. how should we do this? Cause it's always so hard with the first, the first couple episodes, you're getting kind of everybody's back. You're getting a little bit of backstory. You're taking notes on people. You're like, Oh, I don't need to know about that person. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> forget I, them. I know. And you know, I forget about when you're watching it, you're just trying to figure out who people are. So you're not really paying attention to what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so then if something comes up later about what they had talked about in the pods or I'm like, oh, I don't remember it. Well, anything they talked about, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it, just, it just starts kind of gelling for me. Like when they start hooking up, you know, they yeah. start proposing <laughs> prior to that. I'm just like, do I really want to watch this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I also, I, I saw an article about this too, and I thought it was interesting because they were talking about the show and the evolution of the show and, you know, has the show quote unquote, jump the shark, because there's been a lot of talk about this particular season about the mean girls. And we'll talk about mm-hmm. that because I have a lot of feelings about the mean girls. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing is I feel like even in the beginning speech of Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, where they talk about, you know, hey, is love blind? And they're sort of talking about this experiment and the premise of the show. There seems to be more of this take this year about how it's not so much about this idea of this is a better way to fall in love is not to see the person first. It's almost like about this, this is an opportunity to fall in love without distractions. Mm. Like dating apps are hard and difficult to deal with. Nobody meets people at bars anymore. And so therefore this is sort of a way to do it. And we are so distracted with attention and people and people coming at us all the time. And, you know, and that's one of the complaints. I hear this from my clients constantly about, the apps is there's this feeling of there's always someone better coming along, mm-hmm. right? There's always like, you know, oh, I met you, but who else could I meet? Right. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. Like the premise, it feels like they're changing the premise a little bit, you know, of what the show is about. Maybe because the success rate for these couples hasn't been so hot. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they have to pitch it. <laughs> Maybe. So yes, they asked the question, is love blind? And so in the first episode or two, we're just meeting everybody, but should we go by the couples or how things have broken down already? Yeah, why don't we talk about the the couples and kind of how they came together? And okay. And you know, the thing about the show is that you immediately know who who the people are are gonna be couples. You Mm -hmm. don't know who they're gonna up with but because they're the only people that they're filming and then there's all these other randos there yeah who are kind of sitting around and you're like who is she why is she here you know it's almost like they don't even yeah they they just they cast a whole bunch of people and then i don't know when i don't know they just cut everybody else out well i guess if you didn't find somebody in your time there and you don't you're not and you're and if you're not part of i guess if you don't find anybody there and if you're not a significant part of a triangle mm-hmm. then you don't you you're don't not get gonna featured. Be on, you're not going to be on film and also i heard one season there was a couple who did get engaged but they never made it on to the televised show because i think they may have had too many couples and they were kind of boring and they didn't think mm. that they would be as good on camera. So they picked the people they thought would be better on camera. Oh, interesting. For the I show. wonder if they made it. Um, I wonder if they're still, Oh, married. if they're still married, who knows? Yeah. We don't even know who they are. 
Um, That's true. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. anyway, so let's start with, okay. So one of the uh, gentlemen um, is Kwame, who's Mm -hmm. very um, popular. Kwame took me on a, he really took me on a journey for these five (laughs) episodes. I had different feelings about Kwame every episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's, uh, very He's 31 handsome <clears throat> former soccer player yes. and now he does i don't know what he does business Ma- oh, yeah. yeah and this was the other thing he i'm spending all this time degree. writing down what people are doing i'm like head of business development software company you know yeah so that's what that's what kwame does yeah and so you know i'm sure a lot of ladies liked kwame but he it came down to um this woman micah who is one of the quote-unquote mean girls Mm-hmm. and uh Chelsea yes. and so all along I think he was Micah was really his number one and um she really was quite manipulative um she was also interested <clears throat> in this guy Paul mm-hmm. um well also with the ages so Kwame's 31 Chelsea is 30 She's a speech pathologist mm-hmm. and she loves shoes and Micah's 26 and she's a marketing manager. And yet what we saw was these parallels of him meeting with Micah and they seem to have so much in common and they kept talking and there's this deep connection, but we also saw her talking to Paul and they seem to have this connection. And one of the things that was very interesting was that Kwame Kwame was saying he liked both of them, but he really felt something for Micah. But what he really liked about Chelsea was how validating she was, Mm -hmm. like how just how, you know, she just put it all out there. She was very, um, not, a you know, what's the word for it? She was very demonstrative. Like, Mm -hmm. I like you, you're, you know, this is, you know, and made it very, very clear to him that she really liked him, that she would, you know, love him and take care of him, ask about him, care about him. And so that's why the whole time I'm like, that's why I started thinking there's something up with this Kwame that he's gravitating towards the girl that is Micah, Micah, who's not paying it, you know, who's, why don't you she, want the person that's validating? You? Exactly. Cause <laughs> Micah, yeah, she, she's kind of unemotional, um, kind of matter of fact, and she plays games. Like mm-hmm. she did this whole manipulation. Um, and I, I don't really understand how this came about, but so she was also interested in this guy, Paul, yes. who is an environmental scientist from new Orleans. Yes. And, um, and Paul was also interested in Amber, who was a twice married flight attendant. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> she kind of hatched this. Um, she decided one day that she really wanted to get with Paul. And so she hatched this plan with him where she said, you know, you break it off with Amber and I'm going to break it off with Kwame and then we're going to be together. And it happened so fast. I, I didn't really understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. You like how, how, how did that just happen one day? Well, and that's the other thing. Time is so strange, right? Because with these first episodes, they're kind of going back and forth in time constantly, mm-hmm. like where you're seeing the evolution of, of this storyline. And then it's almost like, okay, let's go back in time and show you the evolution of a new storyline. But I think that that was the thing was that she and Paul were getting serious. But the problem was that she knew that, um, 
she knew that, uh, you know, that he had Amber mm-hmm. and, you know, Paul knew about Kwame. And and I think that of all the other seasons, this is the first time the fact that everybody is dating the same people really became an issue. Because I don't think we have ever seen from the other seasons this much behind the scenes. Like we saw a lot more, you know, there was less other seasons you would see mainly pod stuff and then them coming back and having conversations here. We spent a lot of time like in the women's quarters, mm-hmm. like talking about what this is. And, and, and I think that that is also a little bit interesting is the impact that, that some, that in the past, it seems like there have been groups where, the women were very supportive of each other. And it seems like there weren't really like last year, there weren't too many triangles, you know, not, not too many, maybe one. Mm -hmm. And, um, but everybody really liked each other and everyone really supported each other this year. It is like out the window. So it became very clear that, that this was creating all this animosity and jealousy. And personally, I think Micah, Honestly, Micah and Irina, and we'll get to Irina. I think those two, I think they wanted to win the game. Yeah. I was going to say, this is the first season where I, at least what we could see from the editing, where people were treating it more like a game, like Mm -hmm. it's Survivor or something. Yes, yes. And not about, you know, really wanting to find love. And I think, I think Micah, maybe she did that thing with Paul because she thought Paul was more of a sure thing. And she knew she could manipulate him and tell him, Oh, just break up with Amber, you know, and Mm -hmm. we could be together. Maybe she felt Kwame wasn't as a for sure thing, even Hmm. though he sure did act like it, you know? Um, Yeah. And it was really, and yeah, she just sort of cut him off really suddenly. And then it was so weird. The way he reacted to it was also kind of unemotional. He was like, well, okay, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for the experience. It was nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all these like formal things, you know, goodbye. And I was just like, what is happening here? This yeah. is not the love is blind. I know. Well, but, but I was, I don't know. I was with, I was with Kwame up until this point. I was, I was with him and I could see that like, okay, he was taken aback. He was really hurt. So this is how he's reacting. He's mad. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. And you can see him um, go back to the pods. And I mean, I can, I can't imagine how difficult that is to like, then see Paul, you yeah. know, and you're just like, Oh yeah. God, you, yeah. you know, um, and, and see all of this, but I, I, she obviously did a real more than even what we saw, because I guess, because we're seeing both, we're seeing her date Paul and him at the same time, we can see both sides of it, but she must've really sold Kwame a bill of goods. Cause he was shocked he was like devastated. no idea i don't think there's ever been anybody who's ever been this shocked before ever yeah. because he was totally totally shocked but i think that micah and and again I, I, this is if if love is blind really wants to match people then i say that you know women under 28 and no men under 32 Mm-hmm. This is my, my, you know, yeah, I, there's a lot of 26 year olds on this show. And this is the thing. It's Irina, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. um, you know, Micah, Micah. so Micah and Jacqueline, 26, Irina, yeah. 25 and Paul is 28. But like, you can see from the maturity levels of how people are like, obviously Chelsea, she's 30. Right. Okay. Amber 33. Like you can see that level of maturity and a 25 year old. While yes, a lot of 25 year olds get married. They have no business being on the show. They should not be on the show. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like they were very much in that, 
game, playing games, still in that, you know, dating and just like, like kids, you know, teenagers and, um, yeah. So, okay. So basically we have to move on. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so Kwame ends up proposing to Chelsea and I think that, you know, they're, a very well-matched couple, yeah, I did you know, too. age wise and just everything wise, you know, she, she gives him what he, he needs and, um, vice Which versa. is a lot of validation. Yeah. And yet we'll t- see pretty soon here. He's still pining for Micah, which is like, why? I, I really don't understand her appeal at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then anyway, so then Micah and Paul get engaged. So those are the first uh, two couples. Yes. But Paul also had this triangle with Amber. So that was the other thing too, was Amber was this, um, you know, again, mature person. And I thought that they were really connected. And again, did you see that thing that happened when um, we watched the whole thing play out with Micah and Irina, where um, uh, she's Micah's waiting on Paul to break up with Amber mm-hmm. and then Amber comes back mm-hmm. and then she has Irina spy on Amber oh, yeah. talking Listen about what's going on, listening to the conversation. It was just really bad. Anyway, it, it was really bad. It yeah. was too. Yeah. They were terrible. Okay. Moving so on. Then, so Paul's with Amber now. No, sorry. Paul's with Micah. Paul's with Micah. Mommy, Chelsea. And then we have, um, well, let's talk about Zach, who's the Oy, criminal Zach. defense attorney with a sad story. Yeah. Um, his mother was a single mother, was a stripper for a living. They moved around all the time and then she died. I don't know how, but mm-hmm. um you know, he's got a lot of baggage. Yes. And so, and he was dating um, Irina, who moved here from Russia when she was three or four, and is really just, I find, has no redeeming qualities. Um, but this, this is what was so shocking about her, because the first thing you learn about her is she talks about how when she was young, she had very, very bad acne, mm-hmm. and it made her very self-conscious, and she's even self-conscious today from the acne scars. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is an empathetic person who has mm-hmm. been, been bullied and in pain, and then you're like, she no. you're like, oh my God, you're terrible. Anyway. She's she's awful. Yeah. Um. So he's he's deciding between her and then this woman named bliss yes who is in cybersecurity. i didn't write down her age but mm, she's probably have it i somewhere, think a little though. bit older because i, I want to say she's 28 oh really because irena 29 irena is only like 26 she's 25 she's 25. the youngest person she's, there she's young too and you know i think one i think that zach may have been leaning towards bliss maybe but she said something that i think really triggered him Mm -hmm. she said something about how uh i don't know nobody in her family ever um accepted her boyfriends like no one was good enough for her and you know she's i maybe lost some relationships over that or maybe it was zach who said he lost relationships no no she said that no i remember that because this is a very telling moment i thought yeah because he said you know i don't have a family and i you know i have been judged by other people's families before because of my background and um and he just felt very very uncomfortable with that i think he thought it was much too risky i don't know why he he kept saying that he really trusted arena Mm -hmm. and 
just felt like he had to go with her because he trusted her more. And I was just based on what? Yeah, I think honestly, you know what I think it is, is that I think that it was. I think that he got it in his head that Irina was from Russia. And I think he thought that she was like, had this hard knock life. Mm -hmm. Right. And like scrappy, they're both scrappy. scrappy. They both had these scrappy lives. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely think that was the moment in time when, when bliss said to him, you know, and jokingly was an offhanded comment, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, no one ever is good enough for my family and all that. Zach has, Zach has some stuff he needs to work out. I don't know if Zach should have come on the show because Zach still got some stuff going on. But, Mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning, he was telling people, people were asking, like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a stripper. I'm this, I'm that. Like, he he was lying. He was being kind of weird. Kind of being weird. And then finally he says, he says, like, I need to be vulnerable. I need to tell you the truth. This is why I'm saying it. And I think he was obviously kind of testing people a little bit of like, will they be repelled by this or not? And then... I think that when, and so he's still got his, you know, he's still anxious. He's still got his walls up, walls up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, from from just being judged as a kid. And so when, when Bliss said that thing about her family, I think he was like, oh God, no, no, no. I can't mm-hmm. be judged. Yeah. I can't be judged. And I think he just decided there, even though Irina forgot his birthday <laughs> was like manipulative about it. She was lame. She She was was just, she she was was the worst. She was so lame, Mm -hmm. but you know, he proposes to her anyway. Yeah. And again, Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I think it's, and I don't, I don't even think she, and I think this is again, what we see, this is the problem with the, the bachelor, the bachelorette. She wanted to move on. Yeah. You want to move on to whatever the next thing is, but you also want to win whatever this is. And I think Mm -hmm. it's also easy when you're in these, what else do you have to talk about all day long, except for these conversations that you're having, mm-hmm. right? Like people in your mind get, they get, you, you know, you start forgetting all the weird things or the things that you think that you should be, you know, you actually should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And you just start getting hyper-focused on, I must make this person love me, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And she and Micah were the two, you know, they were BFFs and they would, talk about everybody and they would, um, you know, they were just mean, they were mean girls. They were, they were very mean, just making fun of people, talking about people scheming. Yeah. I think just trying to figure out how do we both move on to the next level? Who's the, that's why I think Micah thought Paul was a better chance of moving on, Mm -hmm. you know, because, because I think Kwame had more, maybe, you know, had more interest in him or something. I don't know. But, um, Anyway, so yeah, so Zach proposes to Arena, and that is a disaster. But yes, then we have um, the oldest couple. Uh, we have Tiffany, who's thirty six, and Brett, who's thirty five. Oh, these two give me hope. Yeah, they're the only two they're that I most, think will make it. They're the most normal, mm-hmm. and like Tiffany is just so sweet and validating and understanding yes. and nice to him. And you know, he's had some struggles. Um, and it was funny cause he's very successful now. He designs tennis shoes for Nike or something and, you know, but he never went to school, never went to college and kind of, again, had kind of some scrappy, um, aspects to his life. And she said that in real life, she never would have given him the time of day because he mm-hmm. didn't have a college education. Yeah. She would have filtered him out in one of those apps right. or something. No college right. degree. Yeah. Yeah. So and interesting. They, and they just, you know, got along great. There was mm-hmm. a little hitch when she, when he was 
telling, finally telling her that he loved her. She fell asleep on the couch, (laughs) but you know, I'm sure it was a long day of day drinking and talking. Yes. Those gold goblets. (laughs) She was tired. Yes. Yes. So they, they woke, she got woken up and I was, I was a little worried there, but then I was like, oh, okay. There's nothing to be worried about. I thought he was going to take this. I thought Brett was not going to be able to come back from this, but I was like, oh, I think they just, they, they played that up. I, I, I'm sure he, I'm sure he could understand what, (laughs) what happened. So they get engaged. Yes. And then they're the most stable, normal people. Yeah. So far. Um, and then the last couple, I believe, is um Jackie and um why am I blanking on uh Marshall? So mm-hmm. she, Jackie is um this very feisty, beautiful 25, 26-year-old. Um, and so she had two very different people she was interested in. So um there was this other guy, what was his name? There was Josh and Marshall. Okay, so Josh, um, because she said that, you know, normally she goes for these guys who are all tatted up and, you know, the bad, she likes the bad boys. And I think Josh was maybe more in that camp. And uh, Marshall was very, very different, you know. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, Marshall is someone who's going to help me grow. He's different from, you know, what I'm used to, which isn't working. And, um, so yeah, they're, they're pretty different, but she ended up, um, picking Marshall mm-hmm. and they got engaged and yes. I can't remember if there was anything else significant about, about them at this point. No, I think that, I mean, I think what we see from the, the, um, upcoming episodes that, that, um, Again, I think Jacqueline is very young mm-hmm. and I and think he's that young too, but he, he is seems, young too. He seems older, but he, I think this again is one of those things where, you know, right. It's that, it's that, um, Mark saying where it's like, you don't want to be part of a club that would have someone like you as a member. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like women have some women and men have a hard time loving someone who loves them so much. They keep thinking, well, there must, you must be a loser. You must mm-hmm. be, there's something. And I feel like she sees that with Marshall, mm, right? Yeah. Like Mar- why is this guy so sensitive and sweet? Why is he so kind and caring? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to go find someone who's going to treat me like crap. And I think that's, you know, I think that's the same for these other young girls too. So I think that's what we're going to see, but well, that's a tale as old as time. Yes, it is. It is. So um, I will say I did have to fast forward through some of the songs that people were singing, the poems. <laughs> it was just too much. I just had to like, it was just like, oh, yeah, God. that's why I find the pods really boring and hard to pay attention to. I like to just, well, I just, just tell me who these couples are, you know, give yeah. me a little bit of background. Um, I don't need to see the whole like falling in love process, you know, let's, let's move on. Mm -hmm. And so then of course, you know, they, they propose in the pods, but they haven't seen each other. So I guess like the next day they get to see each other in person and it was, and did all of them propose 
again with a ring. Or- yeah, pretty much. They okay. all they all did. They all proposed. And everyone was really excited to see each other except for except- <laughs> Irina and Zach. Yeah. Everybody else was very much like, oh my God, you know, and kissing and hugging and mm-hmm. uh, affectionate. But um Zach and uh, Zach and Irina, no. Yeah. She looked <laughs> disgusted. And she told him she was something she said he looked like a cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she well, wouldn't kiss was... him, you know. Yeah. It was um, sad. But uh yeah. So um let's see. So then all right. so they all they all see each other in person. Everybody yes. seems very satisfied except for Zach and Irina. So then mm. they go off to the beautiful resort. Yes, yes. And um they, you know, finally get to be together. And I think they're together for like maybe a night before the before all five couples meet up. Yeah. The best is Marshall asks Jacqueline, should we wait to have sex? She's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. She's like, why would we do that? That's crazy. But yeah, yeah. I, it's funny because like, yeah, some of the, some of them are totally uh, down to fuck. And some yeah, of, basically some of them, Chelsea and Kwame were ready to rip their clothes oh, off. Like, yeah. that Chelsea was DTF <laughs> day one. <laughs> I hate to, you know, she's, she's out there, but she, you could tell those two were going to get it on, but, um, I, but, but yeah. It, and Ugh. I'm surprised that, you know, he was still attracted to her after she brought out her Baba blanket. Oh God. Yes. The Baba blanket. And then we uh, also had Ralphie, which was Zach's oh, stuffed animal. Yeah. I don't know people. This, this is, I didn't like this. This is not okay. Yeah. The songs Chelsea, and the stuffed animals. It's too yeah. much. Chelsea has this, you know, babe blanket that she carried around as a bit. It's literally disintegrating, you know, mm-hmm. it's barely strung together, holding it together. This old blanket, that is all ripped up and she claims that she sleeps with it every night. Yeah. And uh, she brought that into their bed. I mean, that was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So they're hot for each other. Yes. Yes. Uh, Tiffany and Brett are hot for each other. Oh God. But he buys her a bathing suit. I don't know what scene that is. That is the ugliest bathing suit I've ever seen in my entire life. She, she played it off really well, but that was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know why he felt like he needed to buy her a bathing suit, but it was this horrible, bright pattern, but you know, it fit her. She looks good (laughs) in it. So, you know, that's, that's great. Um, Uh, And then Paul, Paul and Micah, I can't, they didn't seem super hot for each other. I don't think they had, I don't think they had sex right away. If at all, I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And like uh, Paul was saying that he's used to more hippie girls who are witchy, witchy witchy girls, drink kombucha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, that uh, Micah is not like that. And he made a comment to somebody like, I think the next day at a pool party, he said that uh, she's very particular about uh, what she eats, where stuff gets mm, put yes. away. And, and so that might be some foreshadowing of um, issues to come. So, I mean, they don't they don't seem hot for each other, really. But she's acting like she likes him and yeah. is happy. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why Paul picked Micah. Like... 
what why not amber i think I you know, know. What, did amber mention something about i mean i would think the two failed mar- marriages would be a little bit of a red flag but i think she said something about cheating to him that maybe mm. made like amber said something to paul about cheating that made him question things and i don't know i think that she she wasn't just i don't know i agreed with amber she's not so black and white on it right mm. it's not people who cheat aren't all one thing they're not all evil yeah right? And I feel like this is what happens in these pods. I swear to God, I think people, they get so fixated on these like one or two things that Mm -hmm. people say. And then they assume that that's what this is versus like maybe really stopping and thinking about, um, you know, how do you feel when you're with the person? But anyway, so I I kind of feel like with Paul, I don't know, maybe this is the way it's edited or something, but he doesn't, he seems... I think he's just easily manipulated. He doesn't seem mm. like there's a lot going on upstairs. And I just, I think he was just part of Micah's manipulation to ensure that she could, you know, yeah. go to the resort and stay on TV and get more Instagram followers or whatever she's doing this for, you know? Yeah. Well, Paul reminds me a little bit of Cole in a way that kind of like really probably he's 28. He's probably a little too young for this. Is he really ready Mm -hmm. for marriage? I think that he thinks he should be ready for marriage, but I don't know if he is. And, um, and I think he's someone who's like big on experiences. And so this is the next experience that he's going to have. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, he's a hard person to kind of get a sense of, Mm -hmm. of like who he is. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but then the best is when everyone gets to see each other for the first time. Mm-hmm. That's always fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> utterly, utterly fascinating. So everybody um, sees each other, and um, this well, the is, the only yeah. over isn't the the only overlap here. I believe mm-hmm. is the Kwame uh, Micah. Um, yes chelsea one. That's the only overlap, but there are some new developments with um paul and irena oh yeah but i'm just yeah i'm just yeah talking the, about, oh yeah the only one we didn't really talk about yeah they well yeah they are not doing well at all they uh, they haven't even oh zach and irena haven't zach done well irena. at all yeah, yeah but i'm talking, oh, you're talking about, like, about yeah irena and paul they have a moment a few moments and this is gonna we see from the previews oh but not not in the first five episodes. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So the big thing is Kwame and Micah seeing each other Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I think that, I don't know if it was at this meeting or the pool party the next day where things got really weird between them. I think this was all one I think this was all one night. I think there was one conversation and then I think she said something and then that created a fight and then they had a second conversation. Yeah, well, um, the, well, what, yeah, what happened, the, the drama really was out by the pool where they were being very flirty with each other. They were talking to each other for a very long time and touching each other and hugging each other. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a lot. And, you know, Chelsea's watching all of this and she's kind of like, at first she's like, okay, I understand they have to, you know, they did have a relationship in the pods and, you know, they got to like 
have some closure, talk about whatever they're going to talk about. But it just went on and on and on. And they were like Mm -hmm. very, very touchy feely. Yeah. Well, and also she's got, she's got Tiffany's kind of trying to stay neutral. You could see how Tiffany was with stuff, but this is where Jacqueline shows her age and how young she is. Mm -hmm. Cause she's just right in there. Like you got to get in there and you got to do this, this, and this, like she's kind of egging Chelsea on and saying stuff. So they're sort of in her ear, like getting her right, which I don't know how helpful that is, but you know, what's interesting about it is they, they, they seem to have Micah and Kwame, they had this conversation. He sees her, he's attracted to her. She thinks, you know, he thinks she's really pretty. They have this conversation, they talk. And then I think that she's in the pool with arena and she says something to him, like ordering him around. Mm -hmm. And I think that really irritated him. And I think, again, that's, that's, this is this age thing Mm -hmm. where I think the thing is Micah the fact that they had this healthy conversation and let it lie, that wasn't what Micah wanted. Micah mm-hmm. wanted, My, Micah's messy. She wants to Messy engage. Micah. She yeah. likes the messiness. So she's going to say something to him that's going to get him riled up and angry and get him focused on them. So now he's angry and now they have to have the second conversation. And then she's then telling him how much she was into him and all this stuff and kind of leaving things very open. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know if, if things had been different, dot, 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 if this had been mm-hmm. this dot, 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 and really playing with him. But at the same time, you're like, Kwame, you made a choice. She made yeah. her choice. You're an adult. He's engaging like, too. Yeah. And yeah. this is this whole validation thing. It's like, he just want he just likes attention. He mm-hmm. just needs to be validated by whomever's right in front mm-hmm. of him at all times. But you know what else I thought was interesting? Did you notice the outfit? that Irina wore to this little first gathering. Remind me what it was. So Irina wore, I mean, obviously they're in Mexico. Everyone's wearing dresses and such, but Irina wore this very revealing top that has like the new oh, trend the un- of the, the under, under boob. boob. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. very, I mean, it's one of those things like one slip and your whole boobs. Right. Out. Right. And I thought that was really, really an interesting thing to wear. She dressed like that. Her boobs were always hanging out. Yes. But she didn't wear those things in the pods. And so she's wearing, I mean, obviously people are like more casual in the pods. Mm -hmm. No one's seeing you, but you know, she's, she, she's not wearing these things in the pods. And then in the second pool, right. The second night, which is an evening thing where she was like, oh, I thought it was a pool party, which no one else was dressed for that. She shows up in a bikini top Mm -hmm. and I think I just thought it was, I mean, again, I just, I find her utterly fascinating because here's this person who started this entire thing, telling us about this very vulnerable thing about feeling, you know, ugly. Mm -hmm. And, and here she is. I think she's just someone who is so it's her insecurities and her, and her, you know, sadness is just, it's so on display for everyone to see in the outfits. Like you're not fooling anybody, yeah. Irina, like love yourself more. Stop this. She seemed like, so just, just empty to me. Like, yeah. you know, when she was talking in the pods, it was like, she was delivering a script. Like she knew she had to say certain things or come across a certain way, but she, she was, there was no emotion behind what she was saying, no feeling. She's like very robotic, like, okay, now I've got to say this and I got to act like I care, Mm -hmm. you know, so I can save my ass so I can stay on the show, Mm -hmm. you know? And even with, um, this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, 
it's not a spoiler or anything if you watched all the episodes that came out, but you know, she, she's just going along with it and going along with it. And she, she will not even hug or kiss Zach. Mm -hmm. They admit to each other that, you know, finally they admit that they're miserable, that they can't even stand sleeping in the same bed, even though they're like on opposite sides of the bed. And thank God he just said, you know, let's just call it. Let's Mm -hmm. just, this isn't going to work. It's over. It's done. Um, and she was like, yeah, you're right. Okay. You could just tell right there. Like she, she, and then she started talking about who she really liked. She started talking about Paul. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's brushing her teeth, you know, and they finally just stopped the facade and just talk, you know, honestly, it was clear. They did not like each other at all. And now she's scheming to, okay, well, how can I stay on this show? Mm Mm-hmm. Which she finds a way, I think, based on the. So you think scenes. that she's now interested in Paul because she wants to stay on the show, or do you think she's interested in Paul because this is just sort of who she is, right? Like, I mean, there's there's a little bit of an illness of some people are only interested in people when they're with other people, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, does she only want Paul because Paul is with Micah? But I don't um, know. yeah, yeah, and Micah's supposed to be her friend. Yeah, yeah, freaking frack. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I also feel like everyone was very mean to Zach. Okay, Zach's a little goofy. Zach's, but you know, I don't think he's that goofy. I, I mean. don't think he's that goofy, and I don't. And people were so mean. Everyone's like, I wouldn't hire him as my lawyer. And people are like, Bliss. People were saying things like, Bliss dodged a bullet. And yeah, one of them said, I wouldn't him? hire him as my lawyer. And what a weirdo. And I hate and that guy. Like every single. It's interesting because you could see Tiffany's like trying not to, you know, think. Tiffany, the adult in the room, is is sort of trying to be nice and not engage. But even Chelsea was getting on that bandwagon. Jacqueline was being mean. They were all being so mean to Zach, like he's this big loser. And yeah. I'm like, that's not true. You know, God. Yeah, there was a lot more cattiness in this season than I've ever seen before. Yeah. Ugh, it was horrible. But yeah, so Irina is flirting with Paul. In front of Zach, Zach sees it. He's not, mm-hmm. you know, blind to it. Um, and, and you know, I will say, I have to give Chelsea some credit. When she and Kwame were back in their hotel room talking about the night, mm-hmm. she was very straightforward with him. Like, mm-hmm. she's not putting up with this shit. And I was like, good for you. She was not sugarcoating it. She was not, she was like, no, you're not going to do that. I'll, yeah. I'll give you this pass, but I was like, good for you. But then I like Jacqueline, but she's just like, she's saying Zach's a weirdo. Irina is a peasant. Like, you know. Yeah, she's weird. Like at first she, you know, came off as nice and sweet, but then every episode as it goes on, you know, she's mean too. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just very like, She's just, she's mean. She has a mean streak, mm-hmm. you know, and I think her background, you know, she, she's talking about how, you know, she gets really stressed out and she has that meltdown in the hotel room because she's basically worried about having to return back to her real life because I guess her dad, I was reading this, 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 I don't think this was on the show. I guess her dad has cancer and she's mm. taking care of him and he can't work. So like she's supporting him like financially and physically. And then her brother just got out of prison um, and she's helping him. And I think she's sort of the, like the savior of their family and she's, mm. she feels responsible for everybody. And uh, 
you know, she has, she's, she's a tough cookie, you know, she's, um, but yeah, can come out in being mean to other people. Yeah. And hopefully she doesn't turn mean on Marshall because I think Marshall is adorable. Yeah, I love Marshall. I He's love him. Very sweet. Very secu- it seems like very secure within yeah. himself. Knows very, what he wants. Yeah, very kind to her and yeah. was nothing but nice to her about those things about all everything that she was what she was going through. Yeah, and I, yeah. like I could see how she would be attracted to him. I'm not quite sure why he's attracted to her. Oh, really? I thought that was, I mean. Other I, than yeah. physically. I mean, she's Yeah, beautiful. I know when he saw her, his eyes, because she's very beautiful. She's very like his, beautiful. His eyes bugged out of his head. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's psyched. And I don't know how much she really revealed to him about mm-hmm. her life in the pods. I think that Marshall, you know what it is? I think Marshall likes to take care of broken birds yeah you know i mean i think you know there are lots of and i think that um jacquelina is in this weird place where she's partially broken and partially has to be the person to take care of other people Mm -hmm. right she's in this she's back and forth in this weird place and i think that he in this i think in these pods i also think that that again these pods, you can show one side of yourself to people. You can show one version of yourself. I mean, everyone talks about like, oh, you know, you really reveal yourself, but it's like, no, I mean, you can, you can even, you can just show and talk about one slice of who you are, one aspect of who you are. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if what she showed to him was this broken bird side. And he was like, he's a rescuer. He likes to rescue. And um, that's what was very appealing. Then he sees her. She's gorgeous. And it's like, oh, perfect. You know, right. She's no, and that's beautiful. A, that's the thing. We have no idea how long these people, how many hours they spend together, mm-hmm. what they talk about. And of course, even though you're in this love is blind experiment, you're still going to be putting your best foot forward. You're mm-hmm. not going to come out the gate being like, well, my brother just got out of prison. And, you know, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure if he even knew all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, no, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Here's one of my questions though. So what I didn't understand was that Irina, Irina was like all over Paul at this thing. What? And she was like, Oh, Paul's much more of what I like and all this. Stuff. I'm like, well, did you not talk to Paul in the pods? Like what happened there? I, I wish they would explain the pods to us. If it's mm-hmm. kind of like sorority rush where like, does each person have to pick the other one? So did Paul not pick you, Irina? So you didn't get to date him anymore? And because that's the part, I can understand these triangles mm-hmm. having issues, but like everybody else seemed to be like, oh yeah, you're great. I saw you, but we're not a match. And oh, you're great. You you know, we're not a match. Like this one, I was just like, well, Irina, didn't you talk to him at all? Well, you know, I when think, you were in these pods? Well, I think she's just more attracted to him now that she's seen him. Because mm. she says, I have notes here. Uh, Micah actually said that um, uh, Paul was not really her type physically. Mm-hmm. And then um, Irina said that he was. I think it's just because, again, I think it's because her friend is with this guy. She sees him. She thinks he's cute. She doesn't like Zach. She wants to just hang around, stick around. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're going to let her, they're going to let her come back. Yeah. Well, some yeah. Way. I, because, because of this Paul thing. And, and so this is what we see is, um, um, you know, uh, 
that's what that's what we see in the the scenes. Yeah, and she's going to do this to her friend, quote unquote, mm-hmm. Micah. I don't know. She's she's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. So I have this little theory here, and I can't remember if this is my theory or if it's something that they said. I said. So for Arena, I said, what she loved about Zach was he didn't care what people thought of him. Did she say that out loud, that she didn't care what she liked about him when they were having that, like, final conversation? I don't recall that. So this is my theory about Arena and Zach. It was that she really liked the fact that Zach was out there and didn't care what people thought of him, that that was attractive to her. To her. But, you know, the real problem is, is that that's what she wants for herself. What Irina really wants is Irina wants to feel good about who she is and like herself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard for her to see other people who really are secure within themselves. And mm-hmm. those are the people that triggered her the most. Chelsea is very secure within herself, triggered uh-huh. her. Bliss, very secure within herself, triggered, right? Amber, mm-hmm. like a lot of these characters that you saw that bothered her are very secure within themselves. Yeah. That's just my little Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense because she's always been an outsider, you know, from another country. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she had the acne and... Um, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And then, oh, then I write, why does everyone hate Zach? <laughs> I know. I know Zach. So that he's seeing all of this. I hope people are supporting him online because I, he doesn't deserve this. Like no. he's not, I mean, he's, maybe he's quirky, but like, I'm sure he does a great job for his, why would you say I wouldn't hire you? Right. What do you know about him as a lawyer? Yeah. Like that's so, that's such a dumb comment. Yeah. But, um, oh, and then when they were breaking up, when, um, Irina and Zach were breaking up, I think she asked him, didn't she ask him about bliss or maybe it was one of the guys. I think it was one of the guys, the guys and her, they both yeah. asked like, they hey, asked are you going to go talk Bliss. to Bliss? Yeah. And so he was kind of, I felt like he was kind of like, no, that ship has sailed kind of thing. But then one of, I think the final scene of mm-hmm. the, the last episode that aired um, shows them Bliss and Zach meeting in Seattle at a restaurant. Yeah. And he says, I made a mistake. Yeah. And then let's see what happens. Cut, yeah, fade to black. So um, obviously she's probably going to come back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there was someone else I thought. I I wonder if Paul does too, because I think it's very telling that both Paul and Zach are saying that they are now doubting their decisions and they're both thinking about this other person. Oh, that's right. So, so Paul's other person was Amber. Amber. Okay. Uh So I would not be surprised if we have Amber come back too. But then because, we see we see yeah. Irina come back, but she would be coming back for Paul too. So what Amber and Irina are gonna duke it out for Paul? <laughs> What's gonna happen to Micah? Where well, is she gonna go? But I think what we'll, what we're gonna see is right, what we've seen in these other seasons. I just think they're gonna be more of them. Are these, you know, they're gonna do these, we're getting adjusted to life together, and then they're gonna have these cast you know, get togethers mm-hmm. and we're going to see Josh from Jacqueline and Marshall and you know, that. Yeah. Whole oh yeah. He's scene. on too. We'll see Irina and we see a clip of Micah approaching Irina about Paul and we'll see that. I bet you anything Amber is going to come back and I bet you like Paul will be forced to like deal with that. I mean, 
again, it's just it. this one. I mean, messy, 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 very messy. It is so messy. And I am here for it. The only, yeah. The only time I can remember someone coming back was last season. Who was that guy who came back? Uh, oh, uh, Nancy had kind of liked him like the tall Asian guy who was talking about tantric sex all the time. Oh God, that guy, the guy with the eyedroppers. Yeah. They brought him Andrew? back. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. He came back to a, one of their get together parties randomly. He and a couple other people came back. Yeah. And then he and Nancy talked for a little bit and nothing happened, but yeah, like this is not something they usually do. That's the only time I can remember somebody who got rejected or whatever coming mm-hmm. back. So I guess maybe this is their new yeah. formula. Well, may, or maybe they've done it and they just didn't air it because it wasn't it, as yeah. interesting as this year. But I, this is what I wonder. It's like, are there more mean girls in Seattle? Are they changing their standards for how they're picking people? Was this mm-hmm. just a fluke that you happened to get? Like if Irina and Micah were separate you know, if it was just Irina or just Micah would, you know, with the power of the two of them together, would it, mm-hmm. would it be different or is this inevitable? Is this where the show is? Going? I think it's inevitable. Every reality show, this happens to every reality show, you know, the mm-hmm. first one, maybe two seasons are good. Mm-hmm. And then once everybody discovers the game and then yeah. they, it's like housewives, you know, it literally started out to be a show just following these housewives in their lives, you know, and, and now look what it's turned into. Yeah. Yeah. And so now everybody, people, uh, they, they want to go on the show. They probably had to recruit people more for the first season. People probably Mm -hmm. went, you want us to do what, you know? So now it's like all these people are probably clamoring to get on the show. They want to be on the show. Like every reality show, if you make it far enough, you know, it's going to help you in some way, I guess. Well, so if, if Love is Blind really wants to hold true to the quote-unquote experiment, if mm-hmm. they really, really want to hold on to that, then then take my advice and cut off the ages. Like, cut off the ages at 28, at 32, 33. Like, make, these, make it a requirement yeah. that you get more mature people that aren't just in it. Because, yeah, if you keep recruiting these 26, 27 year olds. Yeah. They're just, they just want an experience or an Instagram followers or, you know, they're like Bartice, who's like a personal trainer or whatever, you know, whatever these people are doing for a living. Yeah. And you know, yeah. And it's not that interesting to a lot of the audience, you know, to anybody over 35 or 40, you know, Mm -hmm. it gets less and less interesting if we're just talking about you know, these 26 year olds and switching partners and, you know, yeah. whatever they're doing. Well, yeah. And it's like, are we then going to have to watch Micah and Irina get in a fight? And now we've got like this cat fight between the two of them. And I mean, over Paul, I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I don't oh, know. gosh, I do. I, I liked bliss. I hope bliss gives Zach another shot. I really do. And I hope I have Paul dumps Micah and he gives Amber another shot. I, I it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's too much. These, it's just too much pressure. It's the, the, the desire to get paired up is just too, it's the pressure is too high. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. People are doing, doing whatever, whatever it takes. Yes. 
whatever yes. it takes. So thank God, love the show. I do love the show. It's <laughs> it's like a lot of twists and turns. And when I was watching the, um, you know, coming up on the season, you know, they're showing all these scenes of, oh, it was very disturbing to me because there was a scene, there were a couple scenes with, um, you know, the people who I thought were the strongest, uh, um, Tiffany and, um, Brett, Brett. Oh no, Brett. Right. Not, not Tiffany and Brett. Yeah, there was like a couple the scene where, you know, somebody was crying and then they showed their wedding, uh, a scene from their wedding and Tiffany looks like very upset and crying. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we can't have this. <laughs> yes. Like t- so then I started getting worried. Yeah. I think that they're just doing that just to F with us, just like they did with Brett being like, I'm done with this when she fell yeah, asleep. I, I, I feel like they're, they're just trying to tease us. Yeah. So do you I, have, oh yeah, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, I was really, yeah. And then I was really upset when I saw they brought Josh back. Oh yeah. Uh, that guy me. was not that. I mean, he's kind of blah. I mean, anyway. we, we, did we even hear him say two words? I mean, I, you know, no, they have to just have some strife with these people. I don't know. Yeah. So do you have any predictions? I mean, besides Brett and Tiffany, mm-hmm. who I feel like they will say yes. Well, any, I mean, obviously we know Irina and Zach. Well, they're, they're out. But do you think um, Chelsea and Kwame? I sure hope so, but I'm worried. Mm -hmm. I'm really worried because I think he still, you know, is carrying a flame. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that the expression? Carrying a torch? Carrying Carrying a a torch. Um, For Micah. Yeah. Jackie and Marshall, I don't know. She doesn't. She's. She's a little unstable. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Brett and Tiffany, they're my only guarantee. I mean, I hope Kwame and Chelsea, but I, I also wonder, I, I, I like Chelsea and I kind of wonder about Chelsea. I mean, like maybe Chelsea can do better. Like, yeah. I feel like Chelsea deserves someone who really wants to be with her too. Yeah. And I just feel like if we keep seeing Kwame, you know, back and forth, back and forth with Micah, then there's a part of me that's like, say no, Chelsea, dump him. Yeah. And that's the hard part about this show is when someone dumps you and then you have, and then they make it to the final thing with someone else. And then you have to see them. Yeah. And you're constantly reminded of, of that. And yeah, those situations never seem to work out. Like something falls apart. Yeah. You know, because if, if Kwame never met Micah, like, you know, Micah didn't never got engaged to anybody and he never saw her again, then wouldn't be having these problems. Yes, that's true. Right. Because I mean, it would be if, um, well, I don't know who else would be there if, uh, An- you know, if Amber had met someone or bliss mm-hmm. or something else, right. If, if they had paired up with someone else, then, um, then yeah, I just wish they would give us more transparency around like what else is happening around. Like, I just want to try to understand like what this process is like. Cause they did mm-hmm. say something about, you know, Micah would say something like, well, you've had 10 hours. You've had 10 hours. You've had 10 hours. It's <laughs> 10 like 10 hours. 10 hours isn't that long, Micah. But, but 
So is that how long it is? Is it, is it like total time dating? Total time. I mean, on these dates, I mean, again, I want to know, do you get to opt out of certain people? So do we, do we see people disappear because no one wants to date you or or, a couple of times I, when, um, people would walk into the pods, they'd be like, Oh, who's here? Who is it? Mm -hmm. Like they don't know. Or they'd say, Oh, I was hoping it was you. Uh Uh-huh. So made it seem like they didn't know, like they would give their feedback to the producers, you know, each side would give their feedback to the producers. I guess so. Like who they wanted would decide who they wanted to see, uh, or well, no, the producers would just match up, Mm-hmm. Um, again, back to sorority rush, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, you tell them, you yeah. tell them. So that's what I'm board, wondering. Yeah, yeah. I want this house and the house says we want these girls and they match it up accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was wondering, much like, you know, with dating apps, like both people have to swipe, right. Yeah. Both people have to agree. So is it like, so th- that's just so awful. Like what if one person, nobody wants to see them anymore? Or, you know, it's just, it's, then I don't they're, know. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because they start out with, you know, Everybody. a cast of like 30 people or more. And very quickly, it's just the same people hanging out in the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, what do you call them? The residences, the living quarters. Yeah. The living quarters, you know, and a lot of, yeah, people you never even see. Like if you go on the website and you look, I looked at the cast, it mm-hmm. was like 30 people. Most of whom I never, we never saw on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So. Interesting. It's cutthroat. You got to. It is. You got to get in there and make an impression. Well. So I guess next week, I guess, are they going to be back in Seattle? We can't have one. We can't have a whole nother episode of. No, they're back in Seattle. They've got to be back in Seattle. Next episode. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think that the next I think next Friday, the 31st, Mm -hmm. they are, um, this is coming, then they're going to, they're going to drop like three episodes, three or four more. And then a few more, I don't know when we're going to, we still have to finish extreme sisters. So we might have to do like a extreme sisters wrap up with a love is blind wrap up or something. I don't know. It's going to be a long one. I'm going to finish. I got to finish watching extreme sisters this week so we can yeah or this weekend whatever so we can do it all right all right well Well, that's love is blind season four love is blind season four so far we'll um so basically maybe one couple will make it (laughs) that's our prediction yeah one couple will make it one couple can make it yeah so we'll be back next week to talk about the uh three or four however many episodes get dropped and um, maybe some extreme sisters too. So hope to see you then. If you like the podcast, we would appreciate it if you would subscribe so you can have it automatically downloaded uh, twice a week, put out episodes Mm -hmm. twice a week. We're still doing our sister wives. Every Tuesday, our sister wives rewind. This last Tuesday, we had Amy Archer on the show. So if you are a sister wives fan, or even if you're not a sister wives fan, check it out. Fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so Tuesdays are sister wives and uh Thursdays for now is Love is Blind and then and, and extreme then and extreme sisters. And extreme sisters one more time. And then we're going to uh we have some documentaries coming up we yes. want to cover and um you know 
the next, whatever the next big thing on TV is. You know? Yeah, we will be there we'll reporting be there. live <laughs> <laughs> on it. Yes. We are Thank on you it. so much. And, and if you really like the podcast, if you would, uh, wouldn't mind giving us a five-star rating and write a review on iTunes, that would really help us out. Yeah. And until next time, thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.